I don't remember what we were saying. My child came and interrupted us. <laughs> As is mom life. We don't, we don't even get it, any privacy from the husbands. Oh. Go away. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Welcome to This Hectic Mom Life. This is Jessica. This is Kristen. And it's spooky season. It is. It's finally <laughs> October. It's my birthday month. Yeah. Yay. I'm so excited. Oh, man. So do you know what y'all are going to do for Halloween? Well, we're having all of you guys over. I know. Oh my gosh, the the um the wagon of oh, alcohol. Okay. <laughs> That's what you're all excited about. No, I, no, we we have everybody over. Um, all the moms and the kids come over and um, trick or treat in our neighborhood, and I absolutely love it. Um, and I don't know why we haven't thought about bringing a wagon of alcohol before. Yeah, we adults. always get so excited because there's always that one house. Yes, that hands out booze and yes. we're all like yay mommy took her yes it's a little bit further than we would normally go but since we know it's there we always yeah. go to it and we find it we go oh, until we, we find, find it, it. Yes. kids are like can we go back and we're like <laughs> we're finding the house yes, yes exactly <laughs> not really but yeah so um one of our friends had the idea to bring a wagon and bring our own booze and i was like that's a great idea daddies can drive and the kids can trick-or-treat and the moms can walk and drink and there you, you go know. Anyways, so, but what I meant was, what are y'all going to, what are the girls going to be for Halloween? Okay, well, so, <clears throat> last year, for your birthday, you had that masquerade, like, murder mystery party? Yeah. And so, um, I had bought a black masquerade mask that looks like a cat. Yeah, it was cute. Yeah, so, Lillian saw it the other day in my, in my closet, and she's like, I want to wear this for Halloween, I want to be Suki, which is, of Aww. course, our black cat. So, she's not a black cat. For Halloween, she's Suki for Halloween. That's what she says. I love that. Yes. So, um, which is great for me because all, I mean, she just wears a black shirt and black yeah. pants and that. Like, I don't have to buy some expensive, cheap Yeah, she costume. needs some ears and a tail. We have a tail. already have that, uh -huh. right? Yeah. And so, um, when Lillian was three, her and I were both black cats Aww. for Halloween. So, Isla is now three. And so I thought, how cute would that be to do that again? And then all three of us would be black cats. And I love that you dress up for Halloween. I do. Like every year, just about, you've always dressed up. Yeah. And you you are the hot one. Um, <laughs> and you don't dress all sexy and like... No. I, you just... You, I refuse. You just dress up. It's so cute, I refuse though. doing the sexy costumes. I just feel like they are cheesy. Even when I had a nicer body before I had you kids. You still have a pretty well, nice body, girl. you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, no, um, I know. I just, I like to either be something scary or, some, honestly, I like to be something easy. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't like to spend tons of money and I don't like to spend tons of time. But it's fun. My kids are young. They like it now. And, and you know, I'm not going to be able to, I mean, I guess I could do this every year if I wanted to, but... Um, right now it's fun with the kids and, and doing that with them. And yeah, I'm usually the only one who uh, dresses up and I'm totally fine with that. So, 
Um, but yeah, so we're all going to be black cats. Lillian's a little upset. She's like, I want it to be unique. You know, I didn't want all of us to be black cats. I'm like, sorry, Isla's really excited. And I think she's going to be even more upset. Eleanor, I think it's going to be a black oh, cat. No. She wants to be, um, Luna from Sailor Moon. Though. So oh, she'll okay. have like a gold moon on her face. Oh, I, okay. her, I was like, we can't paint your face black, no, <laughs> but, no, no. um, but you can have the gold moon and wear black clothes, but we'll see. I'm going to take her to the Halloween store because we don't have the matte the cat ears and tail and okay. stuff. So I'm just going to take her and she's already changed her mind like 10 times. But she keeps coming back to yeah. Luna from, she's very obsessed with Sailor Moon right now. Okay. So, um, she keeps coming back to that. And so we'll see. But speaking of cats, we are in my bathroom again. Again. And, uh, <laughs> with my three new foster kittens, we oh have Mr. Macaroni, who is a flame point Siamese and he's about six weeks old. He's and then so cute. He was rescued from some apartment complex, and his brother, we didn't get to them in time to get his brother. His brother got hit by a car, so it was super sad. It makes me so and sad. he had a, um, like a, a cyst on his side from, you know, cats, when they get in fights, their claws are very nasty. And so he had some bacteria, and so he's still recovering, but he's just, he wants to lay on you and love you and just be with people. And then... I had a friend, and I, I really try to only foster one to two kittens at a time, and I'm trying to be strict about that because it drives my husband crazy, but um, I had a friend call me, and she was <laughs> almost was in crazy. tears uh, because she had found these two kittens, and her dog was going to eat them, so she couldn't bring them in the house. He just is not a cat-friendly dog, and she couldn't she didn't feel comfortable leaving them outside because she didn't want anything to happen to them, and so I was just like, okay. Just bring them. It was her birthday, too. It was just, like, all this stuff. And I could tell she was so upset about it. And um, so I said, just bring them over. I'm, I'm not coming over. I'm tired. I just got home. We had gone to the fair that day. And uh, she brought me these two kittens. So we had Mr. Macaroni. We call him Mac or Macaroni. But um, so, of course, now we have an orange one named Cheese and, a, like, a black and brown one that's called Pepper because Macaroni, Cheese, and Pepper. <laughs> um, They're so cute. I mean... They're they so friendly. They will not stop playing. That's yes. the noises you hear in the background of these kittens. They just want to play and they follow you around. Yes, I came in and this is the first time for me to see them. And Pepper just kept following me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what are you doing? He's just meowing and following me. So cute. I'm like, okay, I'm taking you home. I'm taking you home. I'm taking you home. I'm taking all three. <laughs> they are just the sweetest. And these two kittens, they're not like street cats. Normally when I no. get these kittens off the street, they're a little wild. They're very scared. These kittens aren't scared of anything. No, they want to be They held. look healthy and fat and friendly. And they're about the same age as Mr. Macaroni. So yeah. they'll all go get fixed next week and start going up for adoption. Yeah. You um, won't have them for very long. Yeah. We'll post pictures adopted. of them. Yes. But you can also, um, so my daughter's the one I talked about that, how she's the one who technically is the foster, but I do all the work. Yeah. Um, but her, name them. her Instagram for the kittens is Eleanor's and then underscore smitten underscore kittens. And so, um, that's follow. where, yeah, you can follow all our little foster kittens, and I post pictures of them, sometimes more than others, but um, it just depends on how busy we are. Um, but, you, fool, Mr. you know, they're very cute and fun. And, um, Come here, Mr. Mac. We just, I love kittens like this that Aww. are healthy and sweet and, and loving. And I love that you foster so I can come and play yes. with them and not have to deal with all the work. So, uh, what else did you do this week, Kristen, since um, we talked last? I feel like it's been forever. I know. Uh, you know, I haven't really had a whole bunch going on this week. Um, 
I've been busy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's this? You have some tape on your neck. I you do. You want to talk about that? Well, you know, I'm a hairstylist and just the repetitive motions uh, and I, I have arthritis and just with my joints and with um, especially my muscles and my shoulders, I call them my, my wings. Yeah. Um, they just get really, really tight. And so I do see a masseuse on a regular basis. I kind of have to. I can't really afford it, but um, I have to do it or I probably won't be able to move my arms at all. <laughs> um, so I went and saw um, one of my masseuses today. I, I really kind of have two because they do different things and they're both really great and I don't want to give up either one. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one, she does um, some different kind of stretching. She's a little bit more holistic. Um, not that I'm all into that, but... Um, after my massage, she taped, she usually tapes my back, like the back of my shoulders and down, but this time she taped all the way from my neck all the way down. Wow. Um, just trying to, I guess it's supposed to help like bring my muscles back to where it's supposed to go. Cause I'm so hunched forward more mm-hmm. because of what I do. Um, I think as America, we're more hunched, yeah. like, cause we lean over our phones yeah. and like, even if you're at a desk job, yeah. you're at your computer and all that stuff. But I guess I'm like that and I'm working my mm-hmm. muscles. So I'm training my muscles just to like go that way and stay that way. I have a little bit of like limited movement. Um, so she's trying to teach me some exercises to do to help that. And I don't know. So I have this tape on me for just, a, you know, a couple of days to hopefully help. It kind of reminds me too because I feel it too. Yeah. To pull my arms back. I really need to get a posture corrector. I, I think we all do. I yeah. definitely need one. I want to use it at least for like maybe when I'm working or something. I mean, I don't know. So yeah. um, I did that. And then, um, you know, what actually is funny is I was talking to Lillian earlier this week mm-hmm. and I learned a little something about your daughter. Oh, what did you learn about my daughter? This is news to me. <laughs> well, I was in her room while she was cleaning her guinea pig cage. And we were just talking. And I think it was just random. She just said something about wanting a candy stash. I'm like, oh, yeah. You don't need a candy? What are you talking about? We've got candy. We've got a candy stash. It's in the pantry. But she said she wants a candy stash in her room. I'm like, you don't need that. Yeah. And then she said that Eleanor has. Well, at first she's like, I think Eleanor has one. I'm like, yeah. oh, really? Oh, so you know. Yeah. I, I told her she could. Oh, so, okay. I was like, oh, no. I yeah, where no. is it? She's like, I don't know. It's in some kind of like locker She thing. has one of those justice lockers. And so I, if she leaves candy down here, if it's anything I want, I'll probably eat yes. it. Like, so I let her keep a few pieces of candy in her locker. But the rule is, is. She can't leave trash all over the place, so she needs to throw that can- those candy yes. wrappers away when she's done. And she can't eat it all at once. Like, you know, like yeah. you can't go upstairs and just gorge on all that candy. But I think it's good because I have an issue of control yeah. and of, like, controlling myself around sweets. Yes. <laughs> like, I control in general, but that's one of them. And so it teaches her that she can have candy around and she can have it when oh, she okay. wants it. And but That's actually smart. Um, and then, but she doesn't have to eat it all at once, and that's hers, and nobody's going to go and get it, and she can... Doesn't feel like she has to eat it because if she doesn't, it'll be gone. Yeah. I'm just trying to maybe give her some healthier habits, but I I am careful about it. Like, it's not like she has, like, a ton. It's a little justice locker. I think she had a few Tootsie Roll Pops in there, and I go in there and I check, and sometimes I find the candy wrappers in the justice locker. Okay. But at least they're not all over the upstairs. Well, good. I'm actually, I feel a little better that you know, because then I I kind of felt like, oh, I'm tattling on Eleanor. Oh, no. Please tattle on her. (laughs) But yeah, no, that's I think something. That, was, that one was important because I was like, what if she's eating 
it at night. Yeah, you no, know? that would like, be bad. That but... wouldn't be good. But I thought that was pretty funny. And I'm like, yeah, Lillian, you don't adorable. get one. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, we've got Katie. If you want to just ask me. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I think, I don't know. I'm just trying to give her some control over that aspect because yeah. I know when I didn't have someone controlling that aspect, I went wild yes. and I don't think I ever got control over it. <laughs> You're like, I still don't. Yeah. And so now, um, oh, like typically for when we go, she goes trick or treating, I eat a lot of her candy oh, yeah. and, um, and I'm like, oh, I'll take the rest to work and get, I don't do that. Oh. I just eat it. See, um, we have candy at home. We have a lot of candy at home. We never have any. But we're good. Like, I'll eat a few, you know, like, peanut M&Ms or, you know, one. I get the small, fun-sized Kit Kats. I'll have one of those. Like, I'm good at not overboard. But I'm more of a salty than yeah. a sweet. So. And I can do that. I can just have a little bit here and there, but Jeff can't. He'll oh, eat the whole bag. Yeah. And so I have good. to keep it hidden. Okay. And then we run out. And But I'll eat a little bit every day. And I don't need to do that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. But that was, that was funny. And then she said one other thing, because um, I have plans with one of our friends for a game night this weekend. Aww. And so I had told her, because they bring their daughter, and she stays a night, so I just wanted to let her know. And so um, she was like, yay. You know, she was all excited. And then she goes, so are you going to make your margaritas? Oh. I go, what? She goes, the margaritas? Is that what it's, the margaritas? I go, what are you saying? I go, Margarita? She goes, yeah. <laughs> she called them mongaritas. I think mamaritas is good. Though. Yeah, well, but yeah. I don't make them. Robert does. Yeah. That's his drink. He loves yeah. margaritas. But I just thought it was funny. She That's called it so mongaritas. And I'm like, and she goes, oh, so you're going to make those and you're going to get drunk. And I was like, we are always responsible <laughs> when we drink. We'll yeah. be at home. <laughs> yeah, so they are now and forever will be mongaritas to me. <laughs> I thought that was adorable. That is but so last weekend, um, I went with one of our friends. We ended up, we were supposed to do a family trip to Turner Falls, which is, um, a little, it's like up in the Arbuckle mountains in Oklahoma. It's only an hour and a half away from where we, um, live, uh, two hours with traffic, but it's so gorgeous up there. And we have, we went up there earlier this year and we rented this little cabin on this farm and they had goats and llamas and, um, horses and everything. They have trails and fishing and it was just gorgeous. And so we wanted to do it again, but we didn't realize that Turner Falls closes parts of uh, the park for the off season, just like Hawaiian Falls closes for the off season. Well, that and makes pools. sense. Yeah. But I mean, it was still hot because yeah. it's Texas and it's going to be hot until November. People are yes. like, oh, it cools down in October. No, I'm like, it no, doesn't. it does not. <laughs> Y'all are crazy. It, it um, cools down to like lower 90s maybe. yeah no because I have a friend who's going camping this weekend I'm like you were crazy go in November that's yes. when you go yes. not in October anyways so um well Jeff couldn't get off of work because they put a moratorium on any time off requests because they're shorthanded and his job is awful um and so <laughs> and then uh the friend I went with her husband's in school and so he couldn't get he needed to study and he could have come but he uh decided to stay home so we had a girls trip which and, is a lot um, of fun. Yeah, it, I've never done that. And so me and her and our two girls, and we went up there, and we stayed in this cabin, and we went to Turner Falls, and it was just so relaxing and nice. And It looks like the girls had a lot of fun. They really did, and so did we. And it's always more work without the spouses there to kind of help, but the girls are pretty easy being yeah. nine. So mm-hmm. it was just a really good weekend, but, you know, now I'm behind on everything because I was away last weekend. 
so I didn't get any of my chores or errands done. So my house is a disaster. And then Monday, Eleanor had softball practice. Tuesday, she had extra softball practice. Why extra? Well, she needs it. Oh. <laughs> She's the worst one on the team. And the Aww. coach is like, we need to get her leveled up. He's very nice about it. We need to get her yeah. leveled up. But we are just not good about practicing with her. I'm not well, good at sports. She started later than most of the She did start kids. later. And, I mean, there's other kids that aren't, like, the best. But yeah. she, um, you know, she just, she needs extra practice. Jeff doesn't practice with her, and we're just busy. So yeah. I got home late on Monday, on Tuesday, Wednesday we went to the fair. Like I had a doctor's you're appointment. You're crazy. And no, oh my gosh. So if you're gonna go to the fair, don't go on a Friday, a Monday, no. a Saturday, or a Sunday. Go on Tuesday through Thursday in the evenings. We it only cost me four dollars to go because we had free tickets, and then I took four canned goods, so it was four dollars to get in. And then I spent less than a hundred dollars while we were there, like on parking and everything. And so. But I didn't ride any rides, which I would have loved to. But we just let the girls ride rides. But um, it was not crowded. It was a little warm, but the sun was going down. So it was not hot. Maybe that would be okay. It would have been a lot less money if we had eaten dinner before we went. Yeah. Because we ate dinner there. That was like 30 bucks. Oh, yeah. Um, and it wasn't even that Easy. great. <laughs> yeah. I got these turkey leg tacos. They were dry. Don't fall oh. for the trick. Those are the old turkey legs that nobody bought that are dried out that they, you know, health code says you can't sell you them as turkey legs yeah. anymore. You have to get a Fletcher's hot dog. I know. And when we were leaving, we saw them. I was like, next year, because they have the, I don't eat um, beef or pork, oh, but they right. have the veggie and the turkey bird dogs. So yeah. I could have gotten a Fletcher and I would have rathered have that than yeah. what I ended up having. But Ella and um, our friend's mom, or the mom that I was there with, she, they split a giant corn dog. It was like the size of my arm. Yes. It was enormous. So They're they big. split that. And was it a Fletcher's? It was not Fletcher's, oh. though. So I think we just made a mistake, and so I was like, make a note next year. Yes. But they had a birthing barn. Have you ever been to the uh, birthing barn? No. I had never seen the birthing barn. I don't know if this is new, but they had cows and I think sheep. That's new. And they had chicks that were hatching out. We saw a chick hatching out oh of its egg gosh. and just hatch. And then they had all these little chicks. Oh. It was like where all the babies are born. And it had all the babies Ooh. and the pregnant moms in labor. Yeah. And you oh get to gosh. you don't get to pet them, but you got to walk around. And I got to pet a giant pig. And, <laughs> uh, they're kind of like scratchy and rough. Yes. Like, yeah. But I was just like, this is still like, you got to pet them. The um the FFA or the 4-H um, students were out there, the younger kids, like mm-hmm. high school, and they're, like, teaching their pigs to walk so they can show them at the uh, farm. So yeah. they're, like, they're swatting them with this little swatter. And I was like, it doesn't hurt them. It's just, yeah. like, tapping them on their side yeah. so they know, where to, know where to go. And they're training them. So they're walking them right when we're leaving. I'm like, oh, my gosh, they're pigs. Can I pet the pig? And the girl's <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like, it's so cute. She's like, no, it's not. And I'm like, no, it is. It's so cute. She's like, there's way cuter pigs. And I, was, I started looking around. I'm like, look at that pig. <laughs> Just, they're all cute. I'm a sucker for animals, man. Yeah. But, um... I don't know. I'm kind of over the fair. Yeah. It's... It, I, I just love it. I like going sometimes. I just definitely don't go every year. Yeah. It's expensive. It gets expensive. It's usually still hot here. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know you went in the evening, but I'm I'm hot in the upper 70s. Like, yeah. I don't like it. So, um, I sweat very easily. I'm hot natured. So, yeah. I mean, I need at least probably in the 60s and I'll be great. Yeah. But... By the time, I mean, the the fair comes at the very end of September, mm-hmm. and by the time it's over, I mean, it's still... Yeah, it's still hot. It's still hot, so I don't know, and usually there are crowds. We don't normally go on the weekend, but, um, or, you, I mean, we go just different whenever we can, I guess, but... 
Yeah. It's but it's I just hate it when it's so crowded. I went there yes. one time. Oh I couldn't gosh. even walk down the exactly. aisle. It were so many. And exactly. so I'm like, all you're doing is standing in line. I will not, there was no lines when we went. Yeah. There was not. We just makes we it did better. everything we wanted to do. Yes. The kitten is on my phone, which is where we're recording. <laughs> but yeah, and I don't know. We had a really good time, good. but we only went for like two and a half hours, you know, maybe three hours. Yeah. And so, but we got to do everything we wanted to do. And I would love to go as like a date, but then it would be twice as expensive because I would be riding rides and Jeff would be riding rides. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we, when Jeff and I used to go, we would spend a lot more money because yes. both of us, when I went and it was just the girls riding rides, I'm only paying for one kid to exactly. ride these rides. So she gets to do a lot more. But I'm kind of like, ooh, that looks fun. There's all these new looking cool oh, rides. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm like, ooh. I, I never love, do the rides. I love rides. I love to spin. But I could do it the same stuff at like Six Flags. And I don't I have don't to like pay. I don't like Six Flags either. <laughs> I don't like standing in the lines. Yes. But <laughs> I love the rides. I only like a few roller coasters. Otherwise, I don't I don't like that feeling of dropping. Yeah. So. So, um, I think the other thing I was going to talk to y'all about was uh, – PCOS, polycystic ovarian syndrome, because that's something that I struggled with and kind of my infertility story. Um, Last month was PCOS Awareness Month and we didn't get to kind of chat about it, but polycystic ovarian syndrome is something that people, like, I think they say, like, I forget the statistic. I'm bad with numbers, so if I said a number, (laughs) it would just be lying. But let's just say, like, four out of 12 women have it or a third of like, it's just crazy. Women have it and don't even know they have it. Yeah. My sister-in-law has it. It's very, it's commonly associated with women who are overweight, but it can be skinny. Women can Mm -hmm. have it. It's just Mm -hmm. like, you have to have two of three different things. Like you have to have irregular cycles or, um, uh, extra hair growth or, and I forget what the third one is, but if you have two of these three things, they just diagnosed you with PCOS. And so I was diagnosed with it when I was like 17, my period stopped. Like I didn't have, a, I may have even been younger, but I was really young and I stopped getting periods and I started worrying. Like I, I wasn't pregnant, but I went to all these doctors and nobody could tell me what was yeah. wrong. And I started gaining weight and uh, my body is insulin resistant essentially. Like it does not, it, I crave sugar and I, um, I don't process it right. And so there's only one time in my life where I've like been on medication that helped me with my sugar stuff, but it was an injectable. Like I had Uh, to give myself an injection every day, but it basically maintained my sugar throughout the day so that it would, um, it didn't drop because my sugar will go up and then it drops down and then it'll spike and drop. And so all day it's doing that. And so when it drops, I crave the sugar to get it back up. And it's just, it's just the way my body is. And um, I saw an endocrinologist that actually helped me with that. And I haven't, um, I haven't gotten it back under control right now, but it's, it's better. I've lost some weight in the last two years. And so that's really helped. But, um, so I have cycles now where I didn't used to, but I think I went complain. Yes, I do. It's miserable. I don't know how women go their whole life. I didn't have them for 20 years, 20 years of no periods. And now all of a sudden, yeah. And it's not, they're not even that bad, but cramps suck. And I just think I'm like, why do women have to do this? Yeah. I don't know. And it also made it so I couldn't get pregnant. I didn't have cycles and I didn't ovulate. And so I went to the doctor after I'd gotten married. We waited a few years and we started trying to have kids. And I think we tried for like five years. And eventually after a few years, we went to the infertility doctor and it's just such an invasive and horrible process. They have to do all these tests to make sure you can have a baby and hold a baby. And, you know, they're like all up in your personal area with every which kind of thing and it's just 
horrible. I, and I'm just, like, really shy. And so, y'all tried on your own for a little bit before? Yeah. Now, why is that? Because if you knew you had PCOS and you didn't have I cycles? Think, I guess they didn't really explain it to me, but I was also on birth control for a lot because they recommend birth control to help control the hormones yeah, and I've heard keep that. you regular. So, I was on birth control, so I didn't know I couldn't get pregnant. I was a teenager when I found okay. out about this, and I got married in my early Okay, sorry. Somebody tried to call me. Spam calls. I need to, like, block my calls while we're recording. But, um, <laughs> so, anyways, I didn't realize I couldn't get pregnant. Yeah. I, and I had never wanted to be pregnant. I yeah. wasn't married. And then once I got married, I was like, okay, let's do this. Um, and, you know, it just, it wasn't happening. I wasn't, I didn't know. So, I went to the doctor and they were like, well, you know, here's Clomid after I'd done all these tests. And that didn't work because it would make me ovulate, but my eggs don't release naturally. Oh. And so... Um, that didn't work for me. And then they tried this other drug, um, called Femera. And so each time they try, like each time you try and you don't get pregnant, it's like a month and a half to two months before you can try again. And so it's such a long process. So oh, we did wow. Clomid like four times. So that's like eight months. And what, what is Clomid? It's like the infertility, it's like the most common easy infertility it. drug. It's like just a pill and it makes you ovulate or have extra eggs or something. I don't know. Don't, don't quote me. Don't Google it. Um, <laughs> it's been a long time. My daughter yeah. is nine. Yeah. And so, and, but you know, after the, the testing took several months and then the Clomid, like four, three or four rounds of Clomid, that's like eight months. So we're like already yeah. in a year of this and it, thousands of dollars because you have to go in and get checked by the doctor each time that you're trying because they want to look at your over yeah. they want to stick that oh, thing up you and look at your so stuff you were... and, and so it's just like I got so used to people looking up there I'm just like <laughs> well, is, it, is there something fun up there because I don't know violated <laughs> yeah, there for it a was while. bad but um and so eventually uh they they stopped trying Clomid and they went to this other drug that was not approved for infertility. It was called Femera. And it's actually, from what I remember, it's a drug for breast cancer. And, um, like it is not, the reason it's not approved is because it can have some nasty side effects. Um, if you conceive while you're on it. So they're very like careful about it. You have to take it on these specific days and then you have to go in and get tested. And, uh, so we tried that for a few months and it didn't work because it was helping me get eggs but they weren't releasing so then I had to try I tried it and they Jeff had to give me a shot in my butt like on the day yeah. that the eggs were ready to be released and the shot would make the eggs release okay. and then we'd have to go and have mommy and daddy time <laughs> you know but um <laughs> it didn't work and so then they wanted me to come Gosh. in and they were going to give me the shot and I was done. Like it had been almost two years at this point, wow. and I'm like, every month that I didn't get pregnant, it was just heartbreaking. It's and hard. I was like, we're gonna look into fostering or adoption, or I wanted a baby so bad, but I just could not keep the medications they had me on and the stress and all of that stuff. It was just hard, and um, I couldn't keep doing it. And so we had decided we were gonna stop, and then we got pregnant that last month with Eleanor, and the worst. One of the hardest things for me was after I got pregnant with her, I had to keep going to the infertility doctor for like until I was um, like four months along because they uh, they have to monitor. So because we used Femera, if there's yeah. anything wrong with the baby, they have to tell you immediately and you have the option to terminate. 
and there was nothing wrong with Eleanor, but she just... Um, I'm surprised they only went till you were four months it, along. It was crazy, but I do have ultrasound pictures of her, like, every week uh, from when she was, like, a speck to a bean to, like, you oh, know, wow. I got to see her grow each week until she got that far along, and we knew it was a girl fairly early, and she was perfect, but, um, you know, it was just a hard journey, and then I, I said, um, after I had her people would say, well, are you going to try again? Because the doctor said, we know what works now. We could just start with that. We, I still had would have to go undergo the testing and yeah. stuff. Yeah, and it's but still I not was guaranteed. Like, yeah, and it's not guaranteed. And it was a lot of money, but it wasn't as much mm-hmm. as like IVF or some oh, of these yeah. other things. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're very lucky about that. And we weren't going to do IVF, not because I'm against it. We just couldn't afford it. Yeah. We were like ten, twelve thousand dollars $12,000 for the potential. And I just, yeah. we did at that point in our life, we barely had enough money to like make our mortgage payment. Oh, like, yeah. We were, we were struggling and, um, but we still wanted a kid. <laughs> like, <laughs> probably not the smartest thing, but it just, you know, it, people do it at all different levels and we were willing to do whatever we could. But so after we had her, people would say, are you going to try again? And I'm like, well, no, I got my miracle. Mm-hmm. Like, that's all I ever wanted. Yeah. I wanted a miracle and I got her and it's let somebody else have their miracle. And, um, one of our friends, uh, I think it was Christy, but I'm not hundred percent sure. She's like, Jessica, just because you had a miracle doesn't mean you can't ask for another one. And if you get a second one, doesn't mean it takes it away from somebody else. And I was like, oh, cause I kept thinking of it like, <laughs> well, I already got mine. Let somebody else get there. Yeah. Like, I don't want to ask for anything more. You, I got what I asked have, for. Like, yeah. You yeah. have another miracle. Yeah. They were like. If you get a second one, doesn't mean somebody else doesn't get one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> I just it was a weird way that I had it in my head. Yeah, I only weird. got one and that was it. And I shouldn't ask for any more because that would be greedy and it would take it away from somebody else. I mean, I can understand. I I get what you're saying. Yeah. But it's it a flaw like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um we decided when Eleanor went to kindergarten, we were gonna try again. And we were in our little starter home and we uh we only it was a two bedroom house and it had a nursery and so we decided to sell our house and move and I was I went through all the infertility testing and we got like right to where we um were about to start trying like I think I even had the prescription for Femera and like we were there we were starting to try and um our house sold and all this stuff was going on because we were moving to a three bedroom house and we didn't have a house picked out and it little <laughs> did we know it would take we had to move into an apartment because it took us so long to get a house but. Um, and then my mom died. And yeah. so then I, I lost it a little bit and I had to go on some medication, some antidepressants just and stuff. just wasn't a good time for Yeah. Guys. And you can't try to get pregnant when you're no. on those. And you know, it just wasn't, it didn't make sense at that time. So my perfect plan, you know, yeah. of we'll have them six, six years or seven years apart. And so Eleanor would start kindergarten. And then when she got out of elementary school, the next one would start kindergarten. And then, she, you know, they, that's pretty much how they we're doing it. get their stage <laughs> on their own and stuff. But, um, yeah, it didn't work out that way. And I've decided at this point, like if it happens, it happens. We don't try to prevent it, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm going to be 37 this month. and Which is not old, but no, when it comes to having kids. getting older for babies. Yeah, once but, you hit 35, it's considered a geriatric yeah. pregnancy, which is hilarious. The only thing ridiculous. I do know is they said that because I didn't ovulate for so many years, I have a ton of eggs. Oh, and wow. they're super healthy. Like, yeah. I, I have all my eggs. They're still yeah. there. Like, they, <laughs> they just go don't go away. Like, they just don't want to come out. Yeah, they just... So, you know, it's possible I could, um, but I think in a few years, I'm going to close that door for sure. Yeah. But... Um, I'm not ready to close the door yet. I, mm-hmm. 
but I can't imagine having a kid. Like my oh daughter, my they would be 10, yeah. 11 years apart. And I'm well, like, oh. I def I know people who, who have kids that are that many years apart. And I mean, there's pros and cons yeah. to, to any way you do it. Well, so every softball mom, it seems has kids. Cause they all, all these girls on Eleanor's softball team have a uh, baby siblings like they're just little tiny kids and well do they have siblings in between not not usually there's just a huge gap and so okay i don't know we'll see what happens i mean that's what i did but it's only six years apart (laughs) it's not nine ten eleven years apart i just think that there are so many women out there that struggle with infertility and um different things that you can't see on the outside that maybe are contributing to what they look like on the outside or what they're going through mentally or emotionally. I probably can't even count on two, like I I need like three hands to count the people I know that have had any kind of fertility issues and have had, you know, have needed help in some sort of way. It's hard. It's so sad. And it's like when I was trying to get pregnant, Everyone I saw, like, was pregnant. And I'm like, why does she get to have a baby? Yes. Like, that girl's in high school. <laughs> I have a job and a college degree yeah. and a room for it. Yes. And, like, I'm ready. It's but... very common. I mean, that's that's how people feel when they're trying to get pregnant and they can't yeah. and, and all that. I mean, I I got pregnant naturally, but I – so it took us a while to get pregnant with Lillian. Yeah. You know, we, we tried for um, a long time. We tried, and by nine months, um, I did get pregnant, but I miscarried. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it was pretty early on, which is good. It's not like I was too far in the pregnancy, but that, of course, Still is hard. really hard, yeah. And the thing is, is like, and, and then we tried two more months, and I got pregnant with, with Lillian. So it took us almost a year um, to get pregnant. But the thing is, is at the beginning when you're trying, you don't know that, yeah. you know, and I had told Rara, I said, if I don't get pregnant this month, we, we're going to have to go look and talk to the doctor to see about fertility treatments. And, uh, that was the month I got pregnant with Lillian. But, um, so I'm very thankful for that. But in the beginning, when you're trying, you just don't know. So every month that goes by, you're just devastated and you're like, mm-hmm. can I have kids? I, I don't know if I can get pregnant. And when I had my miscarriage, I was like, okay, I great. I can get pregnant, but can I keep a baby? Yeah. You know, but miscarriage is another one of those things that it's incredibly common. Um, I have had two at this point and, um, I think it's one in four women, mm-hmm. um, have miscarriages and sometimes women have miscarriages and don't even know it. Yeah. So, um, I, I know how I was trying to get pregnant with Lillian and how hard and devastated I was, uh, you know, not getting pregnant. And so I can't imagine the people who, who need that fertility, you know, help and it's so expensive and it's still not guaranteed. Yeah. And I mean, they have lots of different things nowadays, but it's just expensive. And like at the job I'm at now, they limit how much a lifetime, not per year, how much in your lifetime they will give you towards infertility treatment. Wow. But they'll also help with adoption costs and other things. But like, I mean, that's amazing in itself. Yeah. So at least they help and they have programs, but it's just, I mean, it's just so expensive and hard. And I want everyone who wants it to have their dream baby, you know, everyone deserves to have that opportunity and Mm -hmm. To be a mom if that's what they want to do. If that's what they want, yeah. And, like, I know I haven't had a miscarriage, but every month that I didn't get pregnant, it was this idea of this child. I already had this idea in my head of what this child was going to be, Mm -hmm. and then I didn't actually get pregnant, but I lost it. And so to lose that hope and that Mm -hmm. idea and that, you know, it's hard to describe, but it's, 
It's heartbreaking. It, yeah, even if it's early on, it's just, it's to you in your head. Yeah. It's a baby. Yeah. Every month I didn't get pregnant, there was a baby there. Yeah. Like, it was this idea, even though it wasn't there. And mm-hmm. so, I I don't want to say that I, I feel like I've had, but yeah. it's like, I see what it's you mean. this just... like heartbreaking and gut-wrenching every month that it's mm-hmm. like, why? And, I and just then you wonder imagine. why your body fails you. I mean, you feel like you're a woman. This is the way you were born. This yeah. is what your body's supposed to do. This is what, you know. And we always want to blame ourselves. What did we do? Yeah. Like, what's wrong? What mm-hmm. happened? How did this, you know, what did I do wrong? Did I, but, you know, yeah. I think it's just sometimes. I think we know that there's nothing that we have mm-hmm. done, but, I mean, you do, you want answers. And sometimes there just aren't answers. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's sad, though. It's really sad. Well, that was a really heavy, um, <laughs> really heavy uh, week. But um, I think maybe in the next few weeks we can talk about like our pregnancies and yeah. our birth stories. I think every mom I've ever talked to has oh, a crazy does. birth story, and you get to have two because you've had two babies. I have had two and babies. So yes. I would love to share that. And one then, is much more eventful than the other. So. And if any of our listeners want to share um, yes. their stories with us, or and would like us to talk about them on the podcast, or yeah. just if you have any words of encouragement or things that you think need to be shared because we're obviously not super well informed <laughs> and I just don't want to lie and be exactly. like, Oh, well, blah, blah, blah. like, and I didn't do any research. I, I've been super busy, and, yeah. but I did want to talk about it a little bit and you know, but yeah, I mean, they can, you know, anybody can send us an email and if you have, you know, a story, maybe we'll, we'll read your email. Yeah. on the podcast um if but i know something we said or, yeah yeah whatever yeah. it is just at, at this hectic or this hectic mom life at gmail.com mm-hmm. or follow us on instagram and you can get slip into our dms there at this hectic mom life um but yeah we'd love to hear those stories there's yeah. everybody most people have something um which is really sad yeah but. But, I mean, everyone has a story, and I think that that's what, you know, we talked about in the past. I try to teach Eleanor, life is going to hit you with things, oh, yeah. and it's go- you're going to have hardships and things that aren't easy, but they're part of who you are, and they're part of your story, but they're not who you are. Exactly. And so, I think, um, you know, I think we all just, the more we share about it and talk about it. And Embrace what bring we have going on. And exactly, and talk about it, good. and not be ashamed of it. Um, I think that's really important. So. Yeah. But now it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month, so yep. um, <laughs> go check your boobies. Get your mammogram. Yeah, get your mammogram if you're old enough and uh, get those boobies squished. Uh, <laughs> it's not that bad. It, it's really bad if you got a big old. Tooth. Okay, well, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's not comfortable. I don't like it, but it only lasts a couple seconds. It's not oh. bad. You're in and out in like 15 minutes. I don't know. But it's, you still need to do it. Like, yes. I'm not saying don't do it if you got big old boobies, yes. but it's not comfortable. <laughs> The bigger they are, the harder it is, I think, but it's fine. Um, it's worth it. And uh, But yeah, do yourself checks and rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. Yeah. Listen to us, tell your friends, and email us. And um, we'll be back next week yeah. with some hot new topics and some more time with these beautiful kittens. Oh, I'm going to take them our, home right now. Oh my gosh, check out our pictures on Instagram. Uh, Pepper is currently trying to chew on my fingers. She's <laughs> the cutest thing. These kittens. Cheese on the other side of me, sleeping, purring. I'm just obsessed with these babies right now. They're so sweet. I love them so much. I don't know where Mr. Macaroni He's is. He's behind you, sleeping. Yep. I, so I have a triangle of kittens. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, until next week. Bye. Bye.